What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Eyes Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. It's your boy, B Mark, and I'm coming at you with an episode of Podchats. Now, before I get into this episode, I just want to let you guys know that if you notice that the audio quality isn't as good, it's because it's not. I forgot my podcast microphone attachment, and I literally just arrived in the Dominican Republic. I literally got off the plane and then drove straight home, and now I'm on a podcast. So don't have my podcast microphone, but I'm working on it. And I just wanted to give you guys an update. Like we just spoke on stage. There was literally the biggest stage I've ever spoken on. There was 300 people in the audience and there was over 5,000 people on the actual virtual, which was fucking crazy. It was translated into 25 different languages all at the same time while I was speaking, which was just such a fucking cool experience. I'm feeling really good. I'm riding the high and, uh, and I'm excited to serve. So for today's podcast, you guys, what we do is if you're new to the podcast, I run a program, the Change Jobs Academy. It's fucking awesome. If you're not in it, you're missing out. And we bring up our clients and our clients get to ask us anything. So this is an episode of Podchats where our clients are going to ask us anything. We've got some clients here. Now, before I get into the podcast, I just want to let you guys know that if you are inside of the Change Jobs Academy and you're thinking about ascending to the next level in the 10K Mastermind, I want to let you guys know that we are going to be opening up a 10K Mastermind enrollment within the next seven days, right? So if you're sitting around that three to 5K month mark, you know, and you're like, yo, I want to hit that next level. I'm hitting 5K and I want to get to 10K. I want to get to 20K. That is what we do inside of the 10K Mastermind. And so if you're even thinking about it, just think about it a little bit more because we're going to be dropping some stuff within the next few days and giving you guys an opportunity to ascend. Now, a lot of you guys are also curious about the Million Dollar Mastermind because we haven't actually done a big intake for that. That's going to be happening in mid-February. And so if you're in the 10K Mastermind, you're like, yo, I want to fucking, you know, I'm interested in hiring some team members, bringing some people on. I want to scale my business to 25 to 50K a month. Million Dollar Mastermind is opening up mid-February. That's it for all the updates. Let's go into the podcast. We're going to bring up some of our clients. We've actually got 42 people on the Zoom call. Super fucking exciting. So the quality of the audio is going to be shitty, but the value is going to be fucking high. Let's go. What's up, D? What's good, man? Congrats on your uh, on your speaking, man. That's dope. So coming into it, I don't really have, I guess I do have a question. So this past month has been probably one of the best months that I've had in a minute. I was going to the direction where I wanted to go. Currently sitting at 4,700, which is pretty good from what I've done recently. But I feel like one thing that I've been struggling with is patience and understanding and not the fact that I'm not doing everything every day to keep the needle moving forward, but just just being grounded and just being present in the, in the moment with it all. I feel like one thing is I get stuck in my head and caught up in my head where I used to make a certain type of content that used to hit, get a lot of views, and then I would get a lot of clients from it kind of switched it up recently. And I'm thinking about implementing more of that while keeping what I've done or like what I'm doing now to kind of get those views back up so I can get that clientele coming back in. But part of me is just kind of wrestling back and forth if that's something that I want to do, or is it just more so just me being, you know, hungry for that, for that next level for myself, you know? When you say patience, it all depends because it depends what you're like, what you're comparing yourself to, because you just told me that you're having, you had the best month. You're on pace to do the best you've done in a while, correct? Yeah. Okay. So business results, like if you look at this month versus the previous month, you're on an upward trend, correct? Yes. So in your head, what's not working out fast enough? I would say views and income. Views. I think it's views. I don't think it's income. I think it's views because income is going up. And so if we look at the income right now, like I can tell you right now, like the income is on the upswing. So I can just tell you, Keep doing what you're fucking doing for the next 30, 60, 90 days, and you're going to be popping. My question for you is like the views. Let's talk a little bit about that. So 
you said the content that you used to post, used to hit, used to bring in clients, and now the content that you're posting now might not hit as hard. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like what, what did you yeah. use to post? What are you posting now? Absolutely. So back then, let's just say like three or four months ago, I was posting a lot of, it was like anime fitness related type of content. Yeah. I grew my TikTok page based off of that. And then I switched it up. I didn't really switch it up because I was still kind of doing what I'm doing now, but I'm leaning more into just not really doing the anime type of content, just leaning more into like just fitness content, speaking to men, all that good stuff. And I'm just thinking about bringing both of those things back together instead of just like leaving that one thing out altogether. Are you thinking about bringing them back together because of the view volume or are you thinking about bringing it back together because you actually like you enjoy creating anime content? Be honest. That's a good question. It's a little bit of both. If I'm going to be completely honest, probably swinging a little bit more to the bringing the views back up. But it's not like I don't not like making that type of content that yeah. makes sense either. So, okay. So you're talking about, you used to post a style of content that used to hit really well. You're not posting it anymore and you got away from it. You're posting more for men and like speaking to men. I think that's kind of the direction that you want to lean. Am I right or wrong in saying that? Yeah. So in your anime content, what elements do you have in your anime content that make it fun and engaging? Like what about that anime content makes it hit? Are you joking around? Like, what is it? It's just merging two worlds together right like so people that watch anime and then people that are also fitness heads or people that may watch anime but not be so much into fitness they can kind of get that that merge together be like oh i've never seen somebody do anime and fitness together so that's why people gravitate to it right but is it like when you're doing the content is your tone more serious is it like here's what i'm saying is i think that the reason that you might want to do the anime content again is because it's like a different approach to getting people's attention. Okay. Yeah. So like, if you notice my content, D, I have two styles of content. Style of content number one is where I'm talking to the camera. And I'm like, if you're looking to grow your Instagram, here are my three secrets that I'd recommend, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just talking in front of my fucking house or something. And then style of content number two, there's a lot more animations coming on the screen where I'm like, there's like a lot more shit popping up. I don't attach myself to one style of content. And so I think for you, it's like, you can have the style of content where you're speaking to men. And I don't think you should go back to something that was working before just because it has higher views. Cause it sounds to me, that would be the only reason you'd want to do it. I think instead what you should do is understand that now you have like a solid content strategy with speaking to men. And the reason I say it's solid is because you're making more money and now you should experiment by trying different things. As an example, like instead of just talking to men, what if there was one where you like, you were a skit where you were like a man that was like upset and like, or you talked about building confidence and then you were talking to a man that wasn't confident and you were doing a skit with yourself. As an example, what if there was a, a skit where you could do with your friend and your friend was struggling in the gym and then you walked up to him and gave him some advice? You understand what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, you don't have to do what used to work just because it gets higher views. What I'm saying is like, have your content that you're speaking to men be your content pillar and then experiment with different content. Like some content that you guys are going to see from me coming up soon is like, I'm going to include Kirsten in some of my videos. And I don't do that all the time. It's not like Kirsten's like a character in all my videos, but I like to sprinkle it in because I want to experiment with content. I want to see what works, right? So this is your core pillar, like speak to men as your pillar and then experiment with different ideas, but don't go back to something that used to work just because it gets higher views. Cause it sounds to me like it's not hundred percent in alignment with the vision that you're trying to create. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that one of the reasons one of the biggest reasons why I did stop doing it is because I thought it was bringing in a younger audience than what I wanted. But I was listening to podcasts that you guys did last week, and you were talking to some guy about how 
just go look at your insights and see what your age demographic is. And that's what I did. And I looked at it for Instagram and noticed that it really is like mainly 18 to 24 year olds and then 25 to 30 year olds. So I'm like, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. And this is the thing, bro. You just started committing to this new style content. And here's the thing. You guys uh, might have heard this on the Ryan Pineda podcast, but I used to have a TikTok called the Protein CEO. You guys can look it up if you fucking want some entertainment. And those videos get high views because I'm just smashing eggs on my face and I'm just fucking talking about how much I like protein, but they weren't bringing in customers. And so if your old content might have been getting more views, but it wasn't bringing in customers, that doesn't mean that you should do more of your old content. Do you get what I'm getting at? Here's an example. Kirsten and I just did a video where we talked about how many times we have sex a week. And it's like, the video has 4 million views. It's the most viewed video on my Instagram page to this day. I told Kirsten, I was, I was like, we're not doubling down on this because I don't want to bring in a fucking audience full of people that want to hear about our relationship. But it's good to sprinkle that stuff in because I want to sprinkle it in because I still want to get those views up. I want to get more eyeballs, but I don't want people to see me as a fucking relationship coach. You know what I'm getting at? You want people to see you as the fucking man that speaks to men. And you can still sprinkle in some of the shit that makes you you, but that shouldn't be a main pillar of your content strategy. You are the content strategy. Experiment with different things that like revolve around you. Does that make sense? Does that click? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it just all clicked. I appreciate it. Cool. All right, bro. Go take action. Absolutely. Taylor Hinton, what's up? Yo, what's going on, man? How you doing? Fucking best day of my life, bro. I literally just landed. I'm on pod chats. That's how we fucking roll. Love it. Saw it on your um saw it on your post and watched your uh your YouTube about your whole your whole interview with what's that guy's face and did your whole talk and I think it was awesome. It was great. I love it. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Speaking of which too, that's kind of where my my question is gonna come from. I wanted to know a little bit about how you do your podcast setup and then uh YouTube slash long form video format and strategy. Yeah. I think I have a good system in terms of just like what I'm doing with short form video and doing my posts on Instagram, Facebook, basic stuff. And I wanted to get into podcasts and YouTube, any equipment that you're using or like your mindset concept around that stuff. Okay. So first thing I'll say with both is number one, I think that you have to ask yourself what you're more passionate about, because I think both of the things that you're going to do, Taylor, are long plays. Like YouTube is a long play mm -hmm. and podcasting yeah. is a long play. However, I've seen both of them work where they become income generators for my clients fairly consistently, as long as you can do them right. I would mm -hmm. just like going into YouTube or going into podcasting, you have to know, like, I wouldn't be expecting to make a return from it for like the next yep. 24 to 48 months. That's how I view it. Yep. I think if you're looking to make an income out of it, I would say podcasting is probably the better route. Because with podcasting, you can literally just go live and spit shit and you can just talk mm -hmm. and you record that and you upload it to a podcast, you're pretty much already doing that. And so I think podcasting is probably the easiest thing to add to your repertoire. YouTube is good if you love video content and you like thinking out ideas. But the reason podcasting and YouTube, I think podcasting is probably the easier one to get into. YouTube is harder and requires more thought and more work. Because with podcasts, mm -hmm. I just record an episode, I upload it to the podcast, I title it, and then I'm done. Mm -hmm. It was different because YouTube, you have to pay attention to how much, like the watch time. So this is what you're paying attention to with YouTube. You have to keep the viewer engaged the whole fucking video. So the video has to be engaging the whole time. So the first three seconds of the video needs to capture the viewer's attention, just like short form content. But then you need to be rehooking them the entire video and keeping them engaged the entire time. With YouTube content as well, like you have to think through, like you have to think through how you're going to plan it into your day. Because, you know, if you want to do like blogging content and shit, it might take up a whole day. And so how do you integrate that into what you're already doing with your business? So it's more of a commitment with YouTube as well. You also have to the editing because you can't just create a video. You also have to get it edited. 
with YouTube as well, you have to get great cover photos made because if you have, don't have great cover photos made, nobody's going to click on the fucking video. So you spent all this time creating all this amazing content. Nobody clicks on it because the cover is shit. You also have to spend time thinking through the actual title of the video. So yeah, YouTube for me, bro, like I'm still learning. Like I've been on YouTube now for two and a half years and mm -hmm. I did an entire year where I posted every single day for 365 days. And that only doubled my subscriber base. Right now, we're sitting at 47, 4,800 subscribers, which is cool. Mm -hmm. But podcasting for sure has brought me in a lot more revenue. You can podcast with your clients. It's super easy to set up. And so long-form content, if you're looking to generate income from it more consistently, I would lean towards podcasting. And if you're just in it for the long game and you want to build a brand and you're willing to put in like the next five years, then like I would say YouTube is the move. Cool. I feel like being able to do both. I know you're saying like one or the other. This is kind of just like a little bit of context. I'm thinking podcast super easy in terms of just getting it started up and without having a lot of direction, I could just start at the same time while I'm doing my live trainings in my group, just start using that as part of the podcast. And then I could do the same thing, like copy paste that stuff onto the YouTube. Yep. So at least have like something going on. I could have like my YouTube series for my like, or my like podcast series with clients that I'm doing. And then like, yeah, vlog style stuff that I'm doing with the videographer. He does the editing for me and stuff too. He's doing my short form videos, but thinking of doing that part myself so I can budget better for doing the YouTube content with him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that really is just like, I'm going to podcast wise. So I don't want to just sit here on my like Mac camera and have a podcast recorded that way or sorry for YouTube. Like, do I get yeah. another phone or another camera? Or There's an adapter. I forget what it's called. I think it's look up professional camera to Mac adapter. And there'll be like a little USB port that you plug in. You plug in a USB port to your Mac. And then you plug in this tiny little adapter to the USB port, and then you can actually stream from your camera to your to your face. That's what I used to do mm. for my podcast because I was going to go with YouTube. So that's, yeah, you can get a just any one of your cameras that you're already using. You can just get a cord that will plug into your MacBook and you can stream from that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, as far as just like what the goal was with it, it was like, I don't know exactly how I'd make money with it. I think over time, years down the road, maybe there's a way that make money with it. But I think more than anything, just like getting myself out there, putting more content in different areas podcast, I can, you know, promote that on the Instagram and vice versa and stuff like that. If you want my honest opinion, I think all yep. of you are thinking about YouTube or podcasting, podcasting would be first, because I think that it's pretty easy to get a podcast going. And as soon as you have a podcast, you have a brand, you know, it just mm -hmm. makes more, it's almost like having, once you get to a certain level, like people are like, what's your website? Like, I don't think your website's important once you're at like, you know, if you're below 10 to $15,000 a month, but once you're at $15,000 a month, and somebody asks, what's your website? If you have one, you're like, here it is. It's not like you mm -hmm. ever use it, but it's just having it. And so just being like, yeah, listen to my podcast. People are like, oh, this dude has a podcast. It like instantly adds credibility. So mm -hmm. I think podcasting should be first. YouTube should be second, in my opinion. Okay, cool. I appreciate it. Thank you. Cool. You're welcome. I'm sorry. Last thing real quick on the terms of like branding for the podcast name wise, like do I, should I continue using my like brand name, my coaching name or like something off brand or. I think it depends. If you want to generate money from it, I would keep it on brand, right? The change lives, make money online trainer podcasts. I've had a lot of people tell me that the way that they found my podcast is they searched online trainer podcast and then I popped up. So mm -hmm. that's what I want. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. You're welcome. What's up, Sammy? Hey, which was an interesting question just to like recap on that was as a like working as a physio and like having all the of that like technical knowledge and then having to translate that to patients analogies are really good for anytime you can like turn a technical thing into something they understand. So it's like, if I was working with mechanics, I'd like turn anatomy stuff into like car talk, then they would get it. So mm. if that's helpful to who asked the question, it's like make turn technical stuff into analogies and it you don't have to portray your knowledge of the technical stuff using technical words. It's like your knowledge and then put it into stuff that they can understand. And then that shows that you actually have real, really good authority. 
that's a great piece of insight. Thank you. I like that. Good to have insight instead of being the person asking all the questions. But my big win is that I didn't even realize, but I have signed eight clients this month, which was sick. Yeah. Um, that happened like way too crazy easy. Like I upped my prices and I had two people who in the entry in the email form, they said, oh, in the booking a call form, they said that I'm on a tight budget. I can only afford a little bit for now. And I thought, oh God, here we go. It's going to be such a waste of my time. Like I was a bit skeptical. And then when I dropped the price and I said, I'm $80 a week or the paid in full, what would you prefer? They went, oh, $80. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. And even I got caught off. I was ready to like do an objection. And I was just like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Dick, let's get started. Like I fully caught myself out. So yeah, that was super exciting. I love that. I love yeah, that. So yeah, that was an awesome win. So, and then my question is about TikTok. So I am like, I've only really used TikTok since I joined CLA and I just repost all of my reels that I do on Instagram, I share onto TikTok. Now, obviously I don't have as much followers or anything on TikTok, but on my Instagram, I notice like my reach is like a thousand up to even 7,000 is my best so far. But then, so I get a huge variation in reach and engagement on Instagram. On TikTok, every single video is like 200 views mm-hmm. every single time. And so I just don't know if, do I need to like, is the same principles apply on TikTok? Do I need to be social on there? Do I need to do the engagement list like I do on Instagram? Is that what helps grow? Or is like TikTok just like freaks me out a bit? I don't understand it. So let's go for it. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not good at TikTok. I'm your business coach and I'm not good at TikTok. I'm going to be transparent. Like I'm really fucking good at Instagram. Instagram is my game and Instagram is where I excel. I don't want to give you advice that I'm not 100% certain on. I'm not 100% certain on TikTok. Both of my best friends, my beautiful wife and fucking Cole are viral as fuck on TikTok. And the only TikTok videos that I've found that hit are where I'm doing funny shit. For some reason, people just don't like me when I'm a business coach on TikTok. So I want to give you great advice, but I honestly don't have any. I would recommend two things. Number one, if you could, Janelle's really, really good on TikTok. And so that's one thing. And two, babe, when you come in, can you do a little bit of a training on how you like what you do for TikTok? You don't have to do a big training. Just talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can come now if you want. That'd be even better. Yay. How exciting. Thank you. Sammy is crushing it on Instagram, but she's having a hard time creating content on TikTok. She's wondering like how you approach TikTok. So are you doing different content on same uh, same content, but is she not getting on TikTok? Yeah. So I'll get like, say on Instagram, I'll get like anywhere from a thousand up to 7,000 views on my videos. And then Mm -hmm. I'll do the exact same video on TikTok and it'll be like 200 every single video. How long and I'm not just doing it for oh, months and I post every day once or twice a day. So that's like a good amount for me to be like, okay, what is going on? It could just be that it's not feeding it to the right people. But I would also say like with my TikTok, it took like a solid year and a half for it to actually hit and to pop off. And we were posting every single day. I mean, the only, only other thing would be like, if you wanted to experiment with doing different content on TikTok, but then you have to think about if you have the time to push different things out there and what you would actually want to push because I repurpose all of my content from like TikTok to Instagram. I have a TikTok that's kind of like fun stuff. So yeah, it's like, I mean, you're right. It did it, take it her a year, about a year and a, a half. Year, yeah. A year mm-hmm. posting consistently yeah. on her TikTok. And it yeah. was like, it was like 500 to 1500 views to 3000 views. And then it was like, one or two videos fucking popped, popped off and then yeah. and then it all started coming me and my brother worked on it relentlessly like relentlessly have you had any videos go over like 10k on there not yet no literally 
200, so, in between uh, 200 and 300, every single one. Um, I don't think I can yet. I don't have enough followers. I so think- my other question was, are you social on there? Like, like, do you post and bounce or are you like on there engaging with other people just like we do on Instagram? Does that help as well? Well, I don't actually, I can't message on TikTok. We got banned. So we were messaging on TikTok, but I do try to respond on comments and engage on there just as much as I do on Instagram. I would just say like after a year, because it's like, even with your TikTok right now, like it's not popping off yet, but then like the only other thing would be for you to completely change direction with your TikTok, no. which wouldn't make sense. But my yet. TikTok's mm. pick up steam now. And it's yes, like, it's yeah. like, I'm starting to get some videos that are like 5,000, 10,000 views, but it was like for a fucking... For the last like eight months, it's been like 200, 300 views. And I'm like, cool. I'm a fucking idiot. Because he remade his. I've like, restarted three, talk, three TikToks. Yeah, three TikToks. I've got B-Mark Fit. It has like 150,000. Then <laughs> I've got Protein CEO that is 100,000. Then I was like, I'm restarting. I just like kept restarting. I'm a so. huge believer that if you stay consistent with the same account that like if it is hitting on different, if it's not hitting on any platforms, then like, I don't want to be a total asshole. It's definitely the person. It's like, it's not hitting because you're doing something wrong. But if it's hitting on Instagram. It's hitting on Facebook. It's hitting everywhere outside of TikTok. It's just not reaching the right people. I would try doing a promotion where you are targeting the audience that you're trying to attract. So if you're trying to work with males that are looking to build muscle, or you're trying to look work with females that are looking to lose weight, you can promote content to that exact audience. So that would help bring more people. And then it would just take a few of your followers to like and share, like and share for, for TikTok to be like, okay this content is good, right? So that would be like one suggestion I would say is like promoting to a specific audience, like the people that you're trying to work with. Last thing I'm just going to say for you, Sammy, is uh, is experiment. If you're only getting one to 7,000 views on your Instagram still, you haven't found, even not only, I'm not, I don't want to say that. Mm -hmm. You haven't found a style that's like 100%. These these are my content styles, Mm -hmm. right? You're still finding it. So you need to experiment more. You need to try different things. Mm -hmm. And when I say try different things, use Viral Finder to find out what's viral. Even go on TikTok, Sammy, and just scroll through the For You page and see what TikTok is feeding you. Like see what content yeah. is like, it's feeding you, see what content is working and you're not going to like all of it. You might like one video, you're like, oh, that's a cool idea. I could do that. Mm-hmm. Right. So let's expand. Yeah. Let's get into this phase of experimenting, not with all of your content, but then even with that experimented content, Sammy, like let's say you're experimenting with one out of every five posts, like you can throw that on Instagram too. And then it doesn't mess with your Instagram strategy and you can still repurpose things on different platforms. And yeah, I would yeah. also say like being like unique and original, like everybody's posting the same shit now. Like I unfollowed almost every single personal trainer that I know because it's all the same shit. So like, like I'm going to ask you, like, what's different about you? Why should people work with you over anyone else in the market right now? And I want you to answer that because it's really important. I would say, and I've had feedback from a fair few people is they say that I'm very authentic and just, pre- I actually, someone messaged me and said, you giving stuff that's different to everyone else. I don't really know why. I think it's maybe I just like am just myself in my videos and I'm pretty, I'm a bit of a dag, but doing like meal prep with me and any recipes and where I put my head and then I'm doing an exercise and then I just like talk about it. That seems to do well. Yeah. Any, I honestly, I don't know why I do, but I've had a fair few messages of people saying you're just very authentic and you just seem different and real on Instagram. And I'm like, that's cool. Start your videos off with that too. Be like, what makes me different is like, I stand out from your average personal trainer. I'm authentic. I'm a bad yeah. B. You know what I mean? Pretty daggy. That's usually mine. And like, That's just try thing. some different things. Just try, like experiment, try different things, get inspiration, stay consistent. Just because it's been six to seven months. It's not like, that's not the end all be all. Like it did take me about a year and a half. You got this. 
Okay, it actually does really help. Hashtags, is that a thing? Do you need to put them on TikToks? Is that? No, I don't. Like we put like a few, I think my brother actually posted me on TikTok. Like we'll put a few like fitness motivation, hashtag motivation. So I think we put like three to four, but also I've done videos without hashtags and they've gone turbo without the hashtag. So again, I don't think it's the end all be all. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I just didn't really know the rules of TikTok. I'm very, I'm going to piss myself. I hope you guys have the best. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you for that. You're welcome. What's up, Anthony? Right there in the back. What's up, King? What's up, man? Quick question, probably sales related again. I had a call yesterday, had to end short because he had to go see his kid. Didn't get to the point where I price dropped or even explained the program, which is good. But there's follow-up today. Should I spend any time pre-framing again and getting him in a emotional state talking about his pains or should I just prep with what I think is going to be a potential objection and go straight to it. Good question. Did you book a follow-up call? Yeah, it's later today. We're just going to give advice for everyone on the podcast. So if you're on a sales call and it needs to end for whatever reason, look, I totally appreciate that. Let's revisit this. Are you cool if I give you a shot at four o'clock tomorrow? So you always need to book a follow-up call on the call. Everybody write that down for whatever reason. Even if they're like, Chris, I need to start next week. They're like, okay, cool. So you want to have a chat next week on Monday or is that too soon? Like, oh, Monday works great. Like, okay, cool. I was 4 p.m. Sat. That sounds great. Okay, cool. I'm going to book it into my calendar right now and I'll send you a text to remind you. Beautiful. So book a follow-up call on the call. With this guy, because you've already gone over the program details, Anthony, what you're going to do? I didn't. I didn't yet. Oh, right no, but you, but you talked about his pain points, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, perfect. So you're going to start the call by being like, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Hope you're having a great day. Okay, so I just want to quickly recap because we've already obviously had a conversation. I don't want to waste any of your time. So just to make sure I understand you correctly, blah, 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 is what you're struggling with. Blah, 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 is what your goals are. Blah, 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 is what you need the most help with. Am I understanding you correctly? Or is there anything else that you're missing that I that you feel like I need to know? And then I'd get him to open up. Cool. And then I would be like, okay, great. And, you know, just to be clear, I would ask this question, Auntie. And just to be clear, so that I understand you, I just want to know, John, like, why is this, uh, like, what makes this a right now thing? Like, obviously, you know, it's the start of the year and we got New Year's resolutions and whatever. But like for you, like, why is this a right now thing for you? Get him to sell himself to you. And then, all right, man. So, you know, based on our previous conversation, you know, and everything we've talked about so far, I definitely feel like I can help you out. Would you mind if I shared a little bit about how I help my clients into the pitch? Perfect. Cool. All right. Thank you. Keep me updated. Let me know. Will do. What's up, Jenna? 60 people on pod chats. This is fucking lit. I like it. Hey, guys. How are you going? Good, how are you? Yeah, good thanks. I have a question about Facebook groups. Yep. I have a private one with my clients and I go live weekly, but no one shows up. And I've changed it the times a few times now and done polls. But I've also asked them individually, like about it. And they all seem to be okay with just watching the replays when they have time. Like they're really busy moms and work. Mm-hmm. And that's just another added stress for them to join. But I get really good feedback with the trainings. Like I tend to do a lot of trainings and with their check-ins. If they have issues, I tend to tag them in the trainings and then get them to come back to me and we can have a chat about them. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I guess my question is, I know you, you mentioned about like community and trying to get people on calls and everything. Like, is that okay if it's working? Or is that something I really need to address and try and find a time to get everyone there? 
when you say no one shows up, how many clients do you have? 13. How many clients show up to live stream when you do it? Well, no one shows up to the live streams. I probably had like one okay. since so doing them, but. Your next goal is to get two. That's it. Like number one, I would keep it super simple. Is like, I would not overthink this at all, especially if your clients okay. love and they're like happy with it. Number two is I think that you can set the expectation on onboarding and just letting clients know, like, here's the thing is it takes time for clients to like build something into their schedule and build it consistently. Like as an example, we have 1300 members inside of the Change Jobs Academy. 60 people are in pod chats. Everybody knows we go on pod chats at 12 p.m. PSD and anybody in the academy can come on and ask me a question at any time. 60 people. That doesn't mean I'm a bad coach. It's my job to show up and do the training. It's my job to show up and remind people. It's my job to fucking be here and execute. It's the people's job to show up and get the value. So I would recommend doing it at a time for you that you know has like been in like a general consensus that the girls can commit to and then encouraging them to show up to the trainings. Be like, hey, I'd love to see you on Monday's call at 5 p.m. if you can make it, smiley face. And so like that's that would be like the friendly and engaging way. Here's the thing is I'm fucking busy. I have a coach. His name's Nick Justice. He's actually dope and he's jacked as hell. And he's got a lot of like group calls and accountability and stuff that he does. I don't show up to any of that. I'm way too fucking busy. Tell me what to eat, how much food to eat. Tell me how I'm doing in my training. Give me updates on my progress photos and then leave me the fuck alone. So just because somebody's not engaging in your group doesn't mean they're not a great client. If you look at your program overall and the retention is not very good and people aren't getting results and people are unhappy, then we need to look and we need to dial in some, some retention strategies. Like I need to be like, okay, get people to show up to your group calls, get people to do their check-ins, blah, blah, blah. But when things are good, things are in the green light. Yeah. Fucking keep. I found my retention rate's been over 50% as well. So I feel like that's been going well. Yeah. So but, um, don't worry yeah. about it is what I'm saying. It's not a big deal. Okay. <laughs> Something that we can do in the onboarding that will help people show up for calls is make sure that we clearly communicate the expectation. And so the expectation for me is very simple. Is when people join the program, we're like, hey, so just so you know, Jenna, this program, you joined from me, but this isn't just about me. It's about you. And I want to give you a community where you're always going to be supported by other women. And so the way that I do that is every single Monday, I host a live training and I would love to have you there. 5 p.m. PST or whatever time it is, 5 p.m. PST. We'd love to see you there. The first one's this Monday. A lot of our girls do show up live. Some of them catch a replay, but if you're going to be one of the gangsters, then I'd recommend that you show up live on sales yeah. calls or even in your live streams, like the clients that get the most value are the ones that show up and ask the most questions. The clients that get the best results are the ones that show up and ask the most questions. So you're like framing that in your live streams and your content, the way that you're communicating. Also talking about it in your Instagram stories on Monday, on Sunday night, when I got to Las Vegas, I did a poll on my Instagram and I was like, Monday momentum call in the Change Jobs Academy. If you're in the Change Jobs Academy, you're coming, vote here. Hell yes, I'm coming. Or like, I'm not in the CLA sad face. I mean, my clients voted a hell yes, I'm coming. And then people like, I'm not in the CLA. And then those are like opportunities for me to lead Jen as well. So doing a better job of promoting it. I'm doing a better job and making it almost like an, almost like a, I wouldn't say an unwritten expectation and the unwritten expectation. We show up for each other and we're a community. So I want you to show up for this group. And I want you to, I would love to see you on the call at Monday at 5 p.m. PST or whatever time it is. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Don't stress. You're good. Your clients are happy. Don't fucking, don't change your thing. Like, imagine if I just canceled pod chats because I'm like, ah, 1,300 clients, only 60 people showing up. All you guys be like, what the fuck, bro? Right? Yeah, well, I ended up using that as an opportunity of just doing trainings, as I mentioned, and that just seems to be going really well. But I just saving guides and they rewatch the trainings to help them. But yeah. Cool. You're good. Thanks. One more thing I want to say is something that you could do that might be beneficial is maybe within the next two weeks, 
you schedule a call with them where you're like, hey, I'd love to get all you ladies on Zoom to introduce yours, like introduce you guys to each other and to get you guys to know each other. Um, it's going to be Saturday at two. There might be five of you, there might be seven of you, but I'd love to see you guys all there. And then you get them to book in for a calendar link and you get them to actually introduce themselves. Because maybe if they actually met each other, they might be more inclined to, to they might there. be inclined to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks. Cool. You're welcome. Also, I just noticed that somebody in the Zoom call translated this to Hindi. I don't know who that is, but that's funny. I don't even know you can fucking do that. I just got a notification. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. What's up, Joseph? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good. Thanks. So my question is geared towards uh, DMs. And right now I'm promoting a 14-day challenge. I'm hosting it on Monday. Yep. And um, I'm sending like personalized videos to people that I've been in DMs with, just kind of like swiped up, said what's up, just quick little conversations, inviting them to the challenge. But would like how many like I guess kill shots would you encourage me to do with like I guess cold leads would you even encourage that at all like hey what's going on man I know it's our first time talking but like do you want to do a 14-day challenge I'm hosting on Monday would you encourage that at all yes that's I would say this would be the only time that I'd send cold messages and I wouldn't say this is our first time talking because instantly that lowers your status so you'd be like hey Joseph exclamation mark I'm running a free 14-day get fit for summer challenge starting next Monday period are you interested question mark so you're who you are, what your date, their name, hey name. I'm running a free 14 day challenge, blah 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 blah. Your challenge date. Or are you interested? And if you have no clients, bro, like when I first started my online coaching business, this was like what I did to grow my client base. I'd send out a hundred of those motherfuckers, two hundred of those motherfuckers, as many as I needed to get 20 clients in my challenge. I get 20 clients in my challenge. I would serve the shit out of them. I'd sign two to three clients. I'd collect a bunch of social proof, and then I'd use that social proof to market for my next challenge. Yeah, this is my second challenge. And I'm noticing that momentum already. The first one, I got major momentum and it felt really good. Same thing now. I'm noticing it's just like that flip of the switch where it's like, all right, like it's grind time, set everything up. And uh, yeah, I was just curious about how direct I should be with people. So yeah, it's just bringing people in, right? Yeah. Hey, Joseph, exclamation mark. I'm running a free 14 day get fit for summer challenge starting next Monday period. Are you interested? Question mark. Super non-invasive. Right. I do want to state that I am doing a, it's a $14, 14 day challenge. Ooh. This was based on advice that I was given from, uh, from Janelle. That's not a bad idea. I'm just letting you know, it's going to be, it'll be a harder sell to cold leads. That's for sure. Yeah. That's why I wanted to ask the question. They've never fucking talked to you in their entire life. And you're expecting them to give you $14 that it's like, it's not an impossible sale, but it's going to be harder. Like imagine like if somebody comes and knocks on my door right now in the Dominican Republic and tries to sell me security, I might want it, but I might be like, I'm in the middle of a call, dickhead, right? Like, I didn't ask for that. It's like, they're not like you can't be sold. You might be like, you might be really good. You might be able to sell me. But like, if you're right, if you're getting people to pay for it, which isn't a bad idea, typically speaking, that will work better with warmer leads. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. But what you could do is you could be like, also, I'm actually, it's actually not free. I'm charging $14 for it but because I just met you. I'd love to give it to you for free. Nice. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to do that. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. Go take action. I'm excited to see you at the mansion, dog. Yeah, I'm excited too. It's going to be lit. Let's go. What's up, Chase? What's up, B-Mark? Yeah, my, my original question had to do with using my wife, my, my reels, which 
always hit, but you kind of answered that in the first uh, question. So I guess my second question would be about mindset. So November was like super good month for me, almost seven G's. Yeah. And I was like, I could do this. Like, here we go. Like I can quit my job doing this <laughs> and fell off on December. The habits weren't good. Like I was, had is in my head. I messaged you about this in my head about oh, nobody wants to buy in December. Got my shit back on, signed a few clients this month. But question is like overcoming that doubt. Like you go through a spell without signing a client, then you sign a client, you're like, fuck, hell yeah, I'm back, I'm back. But just like keeping, like when that fear and that doubt comes in, if I can really make this, like how do you, how do you stop that? That's a great question. How do you overcome that? I have a question for you. So you do fitness competitions, right? No. You look like you do. You look jacked as fuck. (laughs) That's the point. (laughs) <laughs> Q Rush is like, yeah, all right. I got that laugh, Q. You're unmuted, bro. Let's talk about your fitness journey. Do you make progress in your fitness journey every single week? Be honest with me. Uh, yeah, yeah. For the most part, but some, I'll be honest, some, some weeks I don't. Yeah. For me, some weeks I fucking have a cheeseburger and I look like a fluffy pancake when I check in with my coach. That's just me being fucking honest. And like, that doesn't mean I'm not going to go to the gym on Monday. That doesn't mean I'm not going to fucking execute on my meal plan. Like a fitness journey is not linear and all of us can get like most of the time we want to make progress because that's the ideal. Like that's the reason we work out is I want to get fucking jacked. I want to look good. But some weeks I have a little bit too much to eat. And when I check in, I look like a fluffy pancake. That's the fucking truth. That being said, that doesn't mean I'm not going to go to the gym on Monday. The reason I'm painting this analogy for you, Chase, is I want you to understand that in your in business, bro, there's going to be fucking seasons and some seasons you're going to be fucking smashing it. And like literally everything you touch turns to gold. Every client that you fucking get on a call wants to buy your shit. Every piece of content that you like post hits and you're like, I'm the fucking man. And there's going to be some seasons where like nothing you're posting is hitting. Like every call you get on, people say no. That fear and that doubt is so fucking loud. You can barely hear yourself think. If you want to overcome that chase, you need to make the decision that you're the type of motherfucker that doesn't rely on conditions to execute. Like you're not relying on the fact that it's November to execute. You're not relying on the fact that it's January to execute. You're not waiting for the next rush to come in to execute. It's like, I go to the gym five times a week because I fucking love fitness. If you want to make it in this game, bro, you got to get yourself to the point where you fucking post on social media five times a week because you love the game. Like you love serving people. You love helping people. You love changing people's lives. You want to make a career out of this. And bro, are there moments of doubt that are going to creep in 100%? But I'll be honest, you can't ever stop that. Ever. Like even for me, bro, like I just spoke on a stage where there was like 5,000 people on the virtual, 300 people live. And I got nervous and there was doubt before. But like, I also know that like, I've showed up to everything that I've ever done and I've proven it to myself over and over again. Now I have enough evidence to tell myself that I'm like, I'm the fucking man. But when you're first getting started, that's the thing is you don't have the evidence. So you just have to believe, you just have to believe that it's going to happen for you. And the way that you can get that belief, bro, is like, how many people on the Zoom call have hit 10K a month? Say fucking me in the chat. How many people on this fucking call have hit 10K in a month? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Get it? You're in the fucking right room that you're in the room. And so you have to believe that the work that you're putting in is going to lead 11, 12. You have to believe that the work that you're putting in is going to lead you to the desired outcome. And you need to make the decision that it doesn't matter how you feel mentally. You're going to show up physically period. It's not about making the self doubt go away. It's about doing the fucking work, regardless of the doubt. Pushing through regardless. You know, you know, cool, man. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It's been doing it, even though like, even though that voice is there, like, fuck, you gotta send all these fucking messages today. Like, 100%. But then when you sign a client, it's like, this is the thing. Another thing I want to talk about, bro, is like, oftentimes we fucking focus on the negative, but we don't celebrate the positive. 
Like when you sign a client, you need to post in the academy. Be like, I just signed another fucking client. I get to change a life today. Let's go. Because we spend all this time complaining about how many messages we got to send out, how many calls we got to get on. But then when we sign a client and it feels good, we're like, oh, cool, sign a client. I got to go sign another one. Right, right. And it just yeah, becomes that- a part of the fucking work that we're doing instead of being like, oh, yeah, all the work that I'm doing is leading to this person that like literally loves me and wants to pay me money. Fuck yes. Like we have to like celebrate the wins. Like I get it. it's going to feel shit. Like it's not going to all be fun work, right? Especially figuring out content when you're like experimenting with different hooks and different video ideas. Like sometimes you feel like you're fucking banging your head against the wall. But when a video does pop, we need to be like, fuck yeah, I'm the man. I fucking did that shit. Check this out. Like it needs to feel good when you win, right? Right, right. No, it totally makes sense. Because when you do sign a client, you're like, what was I even stressing? Like, shit, it was all worth it. Like, Yes, yes. And double down on that feeling. Celebrate with your fucking people. Come tell us. And that's for all of you. When you win, you need to tell us. Because like it feels good when everybody's winning. Like, that's like what we do. We're a winning culture, but sometimes we get caught up in just the work, just get lost in the work. It's like, that's like being on a weight loss journey and losing two pounds a week. But every time you lose weight, you step on the scale. You're like, fuck, 20 more to go. Fuck, another 18 <laughs> fucking pounds. Are you fucking joking me? I got to stick to cardio again. Fuck my life. It's like, bro, I'm down two pounds. I'm a fucking gangster. Let's go. Crushing it. Right on. Right on, man. Appreciate it. Real one more question, whether you had, you used to ask me if I competed. Do you think like being covered in tattoos is a death, is like, Brings you down. Like oh, when you're the most jack guy on the stage, you win the show. Period. Okay. Just be the most jack guy on the stage. Okay. Cool. Right on. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate you, it, bro. I got you. What's up, Judith? I did not know I was next. This is my first time on Hot Chats, but I don't have a question. I told myself that I wasn't going to ask a question until I've like fully implemented everything. I just wanted to uh, say that I am so blessed to be here, and I cannot freaking wait to see you next month. And I've really been implementing a shit ton. And like I said, the beginning, I got five clients in one week and been DMing and trying to improve on that. So it's fucking insane. Like, I'm like, this is insane. And then also like, no, if you do the work, then it's going to fucking come to you. So yeah, just someone to say thank you. How many clients are you at right now? I think I'm at 27 right now. And how long have you been working with us? Um, since I believe April, April or May. Guys, listen. The fucking proof is in the pudding. And also, you like what she said? She's like, I don't want to ask questions until I'm implementing. That's the fucking mindset. She's like, you watch a video, you do the shit. You watch a video, do the shit. And don't get me wrong. I'm here to fucking support all of you guys. But like that mindset of like, everybody write that in the chat. I'm here to fucking execute. I love giving you guys advice. I love it. As long as you fucking execute. I'm here to execute. That's why you're here to do. So if you come to my fucking call, you better be leaving. Then you better be executing. Because guess what I'm going to do right after this call? I'm going to fucking post on Instagram. And then I'm going to write some content. Then I'm going to post again tonight. And then I'm going to do some lead gen because I fucking execute. I come here to take a break to give you guys some value. And then I go fucking execute. I like that. I'm excited to see you at the mansion. You're a fucking beast. Thanks. Can't wait. Let's go. Judas has come to that elite mansion mastermind experience. It's going to be lit. What's up, Ashner? What's up, man? Do you know Brandon Carter? I do know Brandon Carter. Yep. Okay. So I saw one of his YouTube videos because, you know, he does like fitness coaching business. Yep. As well as one of your competitors, right? He said 80 bucks a week. He said charge $80 per week. And I think I saw someone else like like in the chat mention that. Do you think like that's do you think that's a bad idea? Because when I heard that, I feel like it might sound appealing to more people. Cause it feels like less than if you're like, you know, 300 a month, 350 a month. What do you think about that generally? Can I ask you a super direct question? Yeah, be very direct. Okay, cool. So there's a bunch of different business coaches out there and I don't care which one you guys hire, but if you hired me, uh-huh. why the fuck are you watching other people's videos? 
<laughs> I'm well, dead ass. Well, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm going to fucking stay here for a second. Cause I'm not, we're not going to deviate from this. If you want to hire another business coach, I'm okay with it. But if you're going to fucking, that would be like a fitness coach hiring you. Right. And then going to fucking another fitness coach in the Academy and being like, Hey, my coach has me on this plan. You know, what do you think about this? Do you get what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. So if you're here, be here. Yeah. If you want to go there, go there. But I'm just telling you, cause this, I'm going to answer your question. But I'm also going to let you know you're wasting bandwidth. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like, you could be watching a fucking video in the academy, doing the shit, getting results. But now I have to ask, answer your question. Whereas, like, you could be signing clients right now. You don't have to be spending this fucking mental energy thinking about this shit. There's a thousand yeah. different ways to skin a cat. You could charge a fucking dollar a day if you wanted to. You could charge $80 a week, $150 a week, $200 a week. I personally, mm-hmm. the only people that I recommend charging weekly is Australians. Because Australians okay. think for whatever fucking reason. And I know that Sammy is Sammy. Are you still here? You guys are weird. You guys are charging weeks. That's how you fucking work down there. All right. Yes. Right. It's a weekly thing. Am I right? Weekly or fortnightly. So yeah. I will often propose weekly, but then I say we can do weekly or fortnightly depending on your pay cycle. And by the way, I know that we all speak regular English, not Australian. Fortnightly means every two weeks. I didn't know what it meant either. So thank you, Sammy. You're the really? Best. Yes. We, didn't, we don't know what that means over here in fucking North America. Nobody knows, right? <laughs> You guys have a different language and your toilet spins backwards. We're going to go back to Ashner. Ashner, the reason I'm telling you this is because you need to fucking focus on one plan and execute, period. How much is your program? I just started doing 300 a month. Go sell 300 a month and stop watching fucking YouTube videos. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nope. Nope. Or still not fucking done. If you're going right, to watch go videos, back. go watch videos in the program that you're paying for. Okay. Are we clear? Yep. Cool. Awesome. All right. Go then, take action. Uh, okay. Okay. Vladimir, what up? Yo, what's up, man? All right. So my question is on eBooks. I want to start getting some eBooks together to give people some value that are not ready yet. My question is, what are the don'ts for the title or the call to action at the end of the eBook? And I also want to do... Uh, like a 20 minute kettlebell workout ebook. How would I deliver that? Would I put like links to videos in there, pictures or just written? What do you think is the best plan? So I like all the things. So first things first, any CTAs in your ebook, make them DM you a keyword. I'm going to keep it super simple. Like throughout your ebook, be like, if you're interested in learning more about this, DM me kettlebell on Instagram and I can help you out. And you could sprinkle that in throughout the ebook. So just keep it super simple. I would keep it like, I wouldn't have an application in the ebook because the likelihood of somebody going through your ebook, clicking an application link and then filling it out is like zero. But the resistance that they'll have to sending you a DM with a keyword is very minimal. So I would have a DM me kettlebell for more info, and then you can do the job in the DMs. What should you title the ebook is kind of a similar question. Like, what do your prospects want? All right. Yeah. Right now I have uh, fat loss. Right now I have um, five steps to losing your first 10 pounds is uh, one title that I have in mind. It sounds just like everybody else's fucking ebook though. Yeah. And you're a kettlebell coach. So here's an example. There's a bunch of, we just talked about other business coaches in the market. And I'm sure there's other business coaches in the market that are awesome. Not as awesome as Brian. That's besides the point. But if I just put how to grow your online training business, right? Because that's what it, that's what we're all doing. Every business coach in the market. But I wanted to have something that I know that my avatar wants. So my ebook is titled how to make $10,000 a month from your Instagram stories. Get it? Yeah. So everybody wants like, you know, everybody here is doing weight loss, but you need to identify how does your ebook target people like things that your avatar would want in a way that's like unique and different to your audience. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I like where you're at with the five keys, but like go a little bit deeper and see how you can make that a little bit more sexy. Got it. 
Now, how should you structure the ebook would probably be your next question is I would keep it simple. I wouldn't have it any longer than three to five pages. Reason why is because there was one time I did a challenge with, I actually paid about 30,000. No, it was $20,000 to fill a 21 day challenge with 650 people. And we created a 76 page PDF that was like everything anyone could ever know about training philosophy, nutrition philosophy, a meal plan for like every different body type for males and females, whatever converted one out of 625 people because the PDF was fucking confusing. And that taught me a valuable lesson is you need to make your resources simple and easy to digest. So if you're going to do five secrets as an example, or five keys, whatever it is, then key number one is like half a page. And then the other half of the page is showing a picture of a client that has a transformation that implemented key number one. Key number two is half a page. And then the second half of the page is showing a client transformation of the person that's implemented the other thing. You get what I'm getting at? Number three, blah, number four, blah. So it's like yeah. short blurb. Here's how to implement. Here's a client that did that. Here's her results. Secret, short blurb. Here's a picture of a client that implemented it. Here's her results, et cetera. And then throughout the ebook, if you're interested in getting results like this, DM me kettlebell on Instagram and I'll, and I'll see if I can help you out. Got it. Thanks, man. Cool. Helpful? Yep. Last thing. If you take the ebook, you upload it to Dropbox and you go to bit.ly. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Then you can make like the kettlebell weight loss secrets or whatever. Yeah. Got okay. It. Cool. So wait, Q Rush, what up? Going on? What's going on? <laughs> it's been a good episode, man. Even has some substitute teachers and everything. So it's been good. I like it. So, so honestly, it's, I had one of my best months in December because I did a 14-day challenge in November after Thanksgiving and ended up signing like eight or nine people in December. And then the week between Christmas, I got a cold, felt better for New Year's, and then that shit turned into like COVID and some other shit. So I've been just pretty much out of commission the first couple of weeks of the year. You're walking. You know, I was getting down myself just about missing that rush and everything. Yeah. Now that I've, I feel like I, I noticed I kind of, but putting out content, kind of rushing content out, you know, just trying to like, I'm not, I'm not feeling like I'm putting my best content out. So I really want to like double down on putting out just a bunch more content, but I'm kind of like having analysis paralysis on like what to put out. I know we should be doing value connection and I get that part, but I don't do like a lot of how-to videos or like, like showing how to physically do it. Like if I wanted to do it like a bunch of content pillars, how would you kind of fill that up right now? I'm going to flip that. So I need to. I need more data because if I just tell you, give you a fucking, it's like, that'd be like me giving you a nutrition plan without understanding where you're coming gotcha. from. Question number one, what type of content do you enjoy creating the most? So I know, um, I actually enjoy talking. I love talking to the camera. I don't mind that at all. I know we've Cole and you've been saying do talk to camera uh, videos, which I'm fine with. I guess that's the problem is trying to figure out what to talk about. Like that's good. That's good. We got, we got one thing though. So one of the things is you like talking to the camera and you know you want to do that more of that. So we need to do some of that. Let's talk about what to talk about. Who's your avatar? It would be basically working married women trying to get back into fitness that have um, put on weight, usually since like COVID have put on weight and work from home. Okay. Now, so that's good. Now we know our avatar. So talking heads to these women, what content has worked well for you in the past? That's the part I'm having trouble with. I've been looking at all my analytics lately been going back looking at my videos and um i'm not really seeing a theme <laughs> on which ones are working the best so like the videos the last couple of weeks i've been putting out really simple ones because like i said i was sick so i was kind of just doing a lot of trend videos and stuff yeah we're not doing that no more yeah no i don't i never do that ever i just did that because i literally was one of the few things i could do i'm literally like in my robe on some of them <laughs> just not feeling well 
Yeah. So if you go back like prior to that, the views have gone down. I know everyone's views have gone down, so I'm not trying to really focus on that. But I was usually averaging. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, they have not. No, they have not. Do not subscribe to that. Fuck that. No, I'm gonna fucking catch that. No, they have not. What do you mean everyone's views have gone down? I don't know what fucking kind of party you guys are playing. Hey. Mine are going viral. What kind <laughs> of party are you guys playing? I'm not fucking playing your guys' party. I'm going viral. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's a mindset. We got to stop that, okay? No. If you believe that everyone's views are going down, you're not going to put in the fucking work that it takes to break through the algorithm, my friend. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That's I was more number, saying that like I'm not letting number that stop. one, bro. That is the fucking <laughs> mindset that's causing all this shit. Uh, do you see my views going down? Nope. I see my views going up, son. All right. I'm not playing the down game. I'm playing the up game. You need to decide what kind of game you want to play. You understand what I'm saying? Yep, I fuck with that. So that's fucking number one. Okay, let's have a conversation with that. Now I'm gonna go back to your content. I'm gonna see if I can find anything. So you know you want to do talking videos, right? You know who your avatar is. What's this? Uh, that's one my friend. My friend's a pretty big collaborator, so I helped him out. <laughs> okay, but maybe this, like, you have a fucking. Where'd you get a baby? Huh? Okay, but what this tells me, bro, is maybe you do some videos with other people where you're not as serious. That's what this tells me. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, so you're, you're fucking out of the trend, so we're not gonna look at that. What's this? Damn, that's this another thing hard to one. cut. Okay. Tell me what content you're most proud of on this page. I've go up a well, I don't know about most proud of, but recently I would say if you go up a little more, uh, right there, purple shirt down. Stop moving. Go down two scrolls, and it's a purple shirt left column. Purple shirt left. One more right there. Yep. Bottom left. Here's one exercise to get. Well, that's good. That's fine too. That's fine too. Why do drug dealers weigh their product? Here's one. Are you you're editing your own videos? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give you a hack. Okay, so if you look at my content, number one, it's too static. Okay, so when I say too static, I feel like this one thing is gonna help you out. Why do drug dealers weigh their product? There's a, an effect you can use on uh, InShot called slow zoom, or you could also use jump zoom. And if you look at all my content, bro, I'm never, I'm never static. I've made over $20 million in the last five years. And in the next 30 seconds, I'm gonna teach you how to invest your money. Let's say you have 5,000. So I'm always moving around, but like even if it, as the video starts, I'm zooming in. I've made over 20 million. That slight, but it makes a fucking difference. Let's see if it. Mm. Here's a hack to get more saves, views, likes, and follows. Start paying attention to your own social media. There's also a thing that you can use called face track. So as you're talking, it's going to move with your face. So you'll notice the camera. Here's a hack to get more saves, views, likes, and follows. Start paying attention to... That's called face track. It's tracking my face as the camera's moving. And so as you're talking, the camera will track your face. You can do that in InShot, and it'll take like 10 to 15 seconds to add. Just literally Google how to add face tracking to my InShot videos, and you can watch that. But if I look at your video, it looks too static. So I'm like bored instantly. So you need to capture my attention. So first thing I'll say is like capture my attention quickly. Let's go back to the one that you're proud of. I want to watch the one that you're proud of. Why do drug dealers uh, weigh their product? The one we want to make a What's that? That's fine. This one? That works. Why do drug dealers weigh their product? Because we want to make a profit, dog. And why should you weigh your food? Because you want your booty to stick out more than your belly. 
you gotta stop sabotaging your product, AKA your body, and start to make these gains, or in this case, losses. Straight up, tracking your calories isn't sexy. But wearing a two-piece in Mexico is. Leaving the lights on when you're loving what you see in the mirror is. Cook it, weigh it, eat it, and get back to work. Crush it. Why? Okay, so notice how your tonality was super neutral across the whole time. Yeah. I want you to fuck. Dude, when I come on camera, like if you guys ever, do you watch my YouTube's cue? Yeah. Good, my man. If you watch my YouTube, you'll see me talking. Coming from somebody who made $8.5 million last year, the worst thing you can do on your sales calls is rapid fire questions like a dumb So like, I'm playing with my tonality, right? Like when I'm talking to the camera, like ladies, why do drug dealers weigh their food? You need to play with your tonality. Because for me, when I'm hearing you talk, it sounds super dry. And if it's super dry through the whole video, then I'm, why the fuck am I going to listen to you? Right? I want to see if I can find, uh, let's see. I was listening to your guys' like a four-day challenge you guys did, I think, recently. Yeah. And uh, Cole talks about that a lot, about the tonality in the video. So that's something that has been on my mind like this whole week. So yep. I'm going to that with my, that mindset with these next videos. So, so listen to this. Listen to me say uh, the first three words. Never, ever, ever say these three words. Never, ever, ever say these three words on a sales call. I can start the video with like, never, ever, ever say these three words on a sales call. How does that sound? Never, mm -hmm. ever, ever say these three yeah. words on a sales call. Or I'm like, never, ever, ever say these three words on a sales call. You see what I'm doing? And it's like, I'm emphasizing. I need to capture their attention. Dude, Instagram is fucking, you got three seconds, bro. And like, here's what I do, okay? I'm gonna tell you guys how to figure out if your content is boring as fuck or not. And this might hurt your feelings, but I'm gonna tell you the truth because I want you to make more money and I want you to transform more people's lives. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna scroll through Q and I'm gonna listen to the first three seconds and I want you to tell me if you're bored or not. Be honest. A great exercise. <laughs> you're still overweight because you be. Hey, you could do a corny uh, post about people staying on track. Where'd you get a baby? Huh? <laughs> I'm gonna show you the easiest and the fastest way. If you can't seem to shed those extra pounds. See what you're saying. Watch the first three seconds of my videos, okay? I'm not trying to be rude, but I want you guys to pay attention. It's fucking mad for a reason. Coming from somebody who made $8.5 million. I've made over $20 million in the court, by the way. So like, the worst thing that you can do is let them off the Don't be that mother this is how most of you dorks use chat GPT. Is it really possible to go from $0 to $10,000 a month? First three seconds. We have sex four to five times a week. That video is fucking disgustingly viral. But you get it? You have it's three seconds. On screen too. You yeah. have three fucking seconds, bro. And the font on screen too. Yes, that's fucking, I'm glad you picked up on that. The font on screen, I always have that for the first three seconds. Because again, you got three seconds to grab their fucking attention. And if you don't have their attention, they're going to somebody else. I want to fucking steal your eyeballs and I want your attention. Give it to me. Okay. You got mm -hmm. three seconds. Treat those three seconds properly. Capture my fucking attention. Come up on pod chats next week. And I want to see some videos where I watch. I'm like, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Tonality. You know who you're speaking to doing talking videos, but I want you to do them better. Mm -hmm. Speak with conviction. Speak with authority. Speak with passion. Ladies, put down the fucking cookies, man. Right? Stop thinking drinking coffee for breakfast is a fucking breakfast. Let's be honest. Y'all want to lose weight, blah, 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 blah. Right? And it's not like you have to be aggressive the whole video, but like yeah. you need to capture my attention in the first three seconds or I'm fucking out. Definitely. Hear me? No, so I've been trying, I've been working on it. So I'll, I'll keep going for sure. I just wanted to see what kind of content. I don't like just making gym content, just like showing how to do a lap pool. That's just not what I'm going to do.
Nope. So I, I like talking as much as I can. So thank you. Keep fucking with your talking content, bro. And keep showing up. We got you. Bet. Kayla, what up? By the way, I am aware this is a longer pod chat. If you guys need to peace out, you can't peace out. If you're here for all the value, feel free because I'm going to stick around for as long as I need to. I'm without my Hobbit business partner today. So I'm with you guys. All right. I'm here for you. Kayla, going once, going twice. Testing one, two, three. Is Kayla there? No. Can't moan your hand. You can come back if you raise it within the next 10 minutes. What's up, Chelsea? How can I help you? I don't have my headphones. I left them in the car. This is my first time on Podchats. I'm, this is like way out of my comfort zone. So I'm super nervous, but I struggle with being consistent and I struggle with like the negative thoughts that you kind of talk to Chase about. Like I am super bad at that every day. It's like, I'm going to DM someone and I'm get super nervous. So I don't do it. And anyways, like get out of that is, I guess. Yep. Can I, do you mind if I ask you some personal questions? Sure. Okay. I was really going to give you an option, but I'm going to pretend that I go like a last What are you doing for work right now? I do two things. So I run, well, I work for a tech company. So I work from home full-time nine to five. And then I also teach tumbling, which started as a side hustle, but now it's like full-time. So I'm there like four to seven Monday through Thursday. So now question, uh, what is your goal to make online coaching like a full-time thing eventually? Is that what you want to do? I like the tumbling. I would like to like get out of my tech job because that's like the obviously like the big bulk of my time. And obviously like getting raises is kind of hard, right? You don't get them as often. So the tumbling can stay. I really enjoy like the girls I coach. I mean, it's like 10 hours a week and it gets me out of the house. So, so love that. Now th- let's talk about the tech thing. How much are you getting paid per hour right now? $25.75, $25.75. And how long have you been working there? Three, going to be three years in September. Have they given you a raise at all? I've been promoted. I've had, yeah, I started at 19 and then I've been promoted. So mm-hmm. like I've worked my way up, but there's definitely like- Nothing. I said an extra $500. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could like look for a bigger tech company job and try to like move up more, but then I'm always like, for what? Like to be stuck still. Okay. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to, I want you to close your eyes for a second. Okay. Okay. And I want you to imagine that it's 10 years from now, you're still working at this tech company. You let your dreams of becoming an online coach die. You slowly lost your passion for tumbling too because this tech company is literally draining your fucking soul. Every single day you go into work and you just imagine how much you could have been making and how much of an impact you could have had and how much freedom you could have had and all the traveling that you missed out on. But now it's too late because you're too old and you let your dreams die and the opportunity passed you by. And you're just sitting here and you're making $27 an hour now because they gave you a raise. How does that feel? Like shit. That's how you fucking get motivated. Yeah. A lot of you guys just aren't thinking about the consequences of not taking action. And I, you know, it's crazy. I'm going to be 30 in September and I'm like, my, I do not want to waste like the last year in my 20, in my 20s, just like not doing what I wanted to do. But I like struggle with confidence, like really bad. Dude, so does everybody. Who here struggles with confidence? Look at that. Over half the Zoom call. Mm-hmm. You just need to make the decision, Chelsea, that it doesn't matter. Like you're going to show up and you're going to do it no matter what, because you only get one fucking life period. You don't get to live to 30 again. You don't get another fucking 30 years of being young. It's now or never. So like, I understand the fucking fear that comes with like pursuing your dreams and actually doing something different. Cause like going to a tech company is like, dude, it's easy. You just show up. They tell you what to do. You fucking do it. You go home and get paid. Online training isn't like that. You got to show up. You got to get uncomfortable. You got to put yourself in front of a fucking camera in front of strangers on the internet then interact with strangers on the internet that are engaging with your content. Some of them might like you. Some of them might not. It's like really unfucking comfortable. It is. Mm But I don't know about you, but I'd rather be uncomfortable and take some swings at bat and go after my fucking dreams 
than spend the next 10 years of my life working for a business or a company that doesn't fucking serve me like well letting my dreams die like i'll take that discomfort any day and so here's the game i want you to play okay you need to make going to work so fucking painful that you're excited to work on your business so every single time you drive into your tech company i want you to imagine working there until you're 50 you're old as fuck and you're frail and you're still typing on that fucking keyboard stuck in a fucking office behind a desk getting paid 27 dollars an hour Inflation went up, by the way. So rent's more expensive. So is gas. So is all your bills. Yeah. I live in the Bay Area too. So that's how you fucking get motivated is you don't let yourself play small. Yeah. And then when you get off work and you're like, I don't want to send the DM or you're like, oh yeah, I don't want to be 15 fucking die in this job. So I'm going to send the DM. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense for sure. And, you know, I think too, I struggle with like, I, I had a lot of referrals last year and then I haven't signed a client. Oh my God, since like July of last year. And I mean, that's not anyone's fault, but my own. So it kind of just like when I, I get nervous, like, cause I'm not used to the reps of like selling and getting on a call and, you know, digging into their pain points. So that's where I also get like a little, like, you know, anxiety. Guess what? What? The only way to get through that anxiety is to fucking get through it, to go through, through it. Because thinking about it is not going to make it any better. It's only going to make it worse. Yeah. Okay promise it's time to go take some fucking action yeah also you know what to do mm -hmm. you know what you're not doing i'm gonna hold you accountable because there's 46 people on the zoom call who here would like to see chelsea succeed say me in the chat so i'm gonna hold you accountable i want you to write a post right after this fucking call inside of the academy and talk to us about what you haven't been doing and what you're committed to doing i'm writing it down there is, there is 46 people and i want all of you guys to be looking out for chelsea's post in the academy please and you got a bunch of people that are saying role play, role play, role play, et cetera. Ashton, get rich. Exactly. That's what I'm fucking saying. All right. Get rich and don't fucking watch King Keto. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Do you have any other questions for me or you feel good? I feel good. But I mean, if it makes you feel better, I turned, I lied and said that my Wi-Fi was not working and I jumped out of a meeting because Podchats is in the middle of our weekly meeting and I'm like, shit. <laughs> yes. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Now that you missed the meeting for this, I want you to take this as a sign and start to, it's time to start going all in on you. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. We believe in you. Make that fucking post because we're all looking. I will. Okay. Peace. Thank you. You're welcome. By the way, I just want to say this on the podcast. I'm not talking shit to King Keto. All right. I'm like, there's other business coaches out there that are fucking great. If you want to hire another business coach, that's great. I think our program is better. That's besides the point. King Keto's a great guy. He's got great content. But if you're going to hire me, watch my shit. You're going to hire him, watch his shit. Don't come into my DMs, be in his program. All right. And vice versa. What's up, Melanie? What's up? How you doing? Doing fan-fucking-tastic. So I had a question. It's mainly in regards to DMs. I have a handful of people that do stick out because they're in my free group. They're, you know, answering questions and participating. They've actually seen results, be you know, going off of my content. And I think one of them actually reached uh, their goals. How do... I don't know. I, I don't want to, I definitely don't want to come off as salesy, but it's like, it's obviously because they've been engaging with my content, you know, they like, should I just go ahead and ask for a testimonial or I kind of want to know how I approach them in the DM. So it's, you know, not like I tend to overthink those. So that's what I was kind of wondering how I approach those that are not clients, but they are obviously following along with my content and have achieved results. Can I ask you a direct question? Yes. What the fuck are you talking about? Have you not gotten into the DMs with these people about getting them on the phone call? Is that, is that what we're doing here? Well, I mean, like, I was wondering, like, 
but like, how do I approach someone that has like lost their, like they reach, they've met their goal weight. Anyway. Mm, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm like, and they've engaged in my life, like all that. And I'm like, mm. I mean, hey. Do you have any, have you even started the conversation? Yeah, but uh, well, like a long time oh, ago, like what, they've been what, in my what, challenge. So oh, yes. Okay. okay, okay. So when was the last time you had this conversation with these people? It's been a few months for all of them. All right, all right, all right. I'm not hating on you, by the way. I want to help you. <laughs> You're asking me how to get a testimonial from these motherfuckers. And I'm asking you why they're not your clients. Like we're having a different conversation here. Okay. Uh, okay. 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 So what I'm going to say is I think that's the purpose of content. Okay. The purpose of our content is to become so good that you get people results for free without ever hiring you. That's great. That yeah. means you're doing the thing. That means I'm fucking happy about that. So I would be just having conversations with these people about what they're currently working on in their fitness journey. And then okay. Ask, and then asking them if you can help them. Okay. That's why I'm like, what are you talking about? Because it's a lot easier than you're making it out to be in your head. Yeah, I, I'm trying to stop that habit. Oh, I get it. I get it. And here's the thing. There's going to be some people that don't want to work with you, right? And that's okay. There's some people that yeah. listen to every single one of my podcasts and they're with another mentor and they're like, I get so much results from your content. And I'm like, you should join the program. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm just going to listen to podcasts. I'm like, okay. 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 That's that nuts. I got no nothing against that. I appreciate you being in my audience. And if anything, what you can do is you can build a relationship with those people in the DMs if they don't want to join. That's completely fine. Mel said that was me. LOL. That's completely fine. And then maybe you can be like, hey, by the way, if you ever have anybody that's interested in, you know, a fitness trainer, can you please set us up in a group chat? Like, I would love that. First son's watching okay. right now. Said I feel attacked. Hey, bro, I'm not hating on you. I'm not, I got no hate. I'm like, fucking, if you want to listen to my podcast, I love it. No, like I'm I'm all for it. But then be like, if you ever have anybody that's interested in working with me as a coach, I would love if you could introduce in a, in a group chat. That would mean the world to me. Or like, you know, like all my live streams, like the more that you say, the more that you share, the more that you comment, the more that you tag your friends, that means the world to me. Like, you know, you can get other business from these clients, but regardless of whether or not they become your client, you need to build that relationship with them. Okay. Lindsay Chavez, I listened to two podcasts and joined CLA immediately. I like you. That's fire. Oh, hi, Janelle. I see you down there. Does that make sense? Like you're overthinking this. I'm yes, I know. Yeah, that's yes, what I'm trying I'm to overcome. Build the relationship. That's what I'm saying. Build the relationship. Sometimes that relationship will lead to that client. Sometimes that relationship will lead to new business. But regardless, be grateful that their audience inter interacting with you come from that place and don't be salesy. Just literally be like, hey, thanks so much for engaging on my shit. What are you working on right now? Okay. All right. Cool. Is that helpful? Does that make sense? Yes. 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 Right. <laughs> Go take action and tell me what happens because of it. Okay. Okay. I hope you have the best day of your entire life since the day you were born. Peace. On you, bro. How can I serve you? Yo, what's up, Brian? What's up, For King? See you on my fucking podcast. About time, bro. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, it's been a while. So I, I don't know why, man, but every time I get on this podcast, like on pod chats, content audits, I get nervous. When I do like lives for my clients, I'm fine. When I do like uh, reels, I'm fine. But when I get these on these pod chats or, you know, with people at, at a higher level than me, I tend to get nervous. So I just, I don't know why, but I just wanted to mention that, but let's hold on that. Do you mind if I coach you on that? Or do you want, do you want to just brush past it? Cause I'd like to coach you on it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm the fucking same. I'm the same. I'm the same. And the reason that I'm the same is like, I struggled having male role models to look up to. And so when I'm in the room with high value males, I almost like, it's something that I actively work on. Like I need to remind myself of my own value. So that's just something to consider is like, remind yourself of your own value. You are fucking valuable. That's why you're on this call. Also, another thing that I want everyone to write this in the chat. It's good to be uncomfortable. Like that feeling of being nervous, being in the same room is fucking good. That means you're in the right room. If you always feel like king shit, you ain't growing. 
Because being the biggest goldfish in your fucking little goldfish pond isn't impressive to me. All right. I want you to fucking get into a bigger pond, realize that there's some other bigger fish in here. And you're like, okay, okay, I'm a fucking beta fish. Now I need to level up. I don't need to be a big shark. Right. So being the biggest yeah. fish in your little goldfish pond is not impressive. So if you're like, I'm in here, you're raising your hand, you're nervous, you're asking questions, that's good. I'll also tell you guys, my content mentor is 19 years old. And every time I have a call with him, I'm I'm like, I literally get my fucking shit ripped apart. It's embarrassing. Um, it's good to be nervous. You got to put yourself around higher level people. You got to make sure that you're in the right room and you got to make sure you keep uncomfortable. So, all right, keep going. How can I help you? I appreciate it. That was good advice. So my question is, I guess, breaking out of a plateau. This month, I'm, I'm on track to hitting 5K. And this is the second time I'm going to be hitting uh, 5K. I think around July or June last year, I hit 5K. But then I slowed down after that. The months after that were kind of low. They were around 2K, 3K. And now I'm building my business back up. So I guess I need some advice to just break out of that 5K, get closer to the 10K months. And I don't know if it's either something on my business or it's just a mindset thing. So do you have any like advice on that? Yeah. So can I, I'm just going to ask you questions. Just give me point blank. Yes or no. Have you been consistent for the last five months? Yes or no? No. So that's fucking number one. That's it. Like literally, that's the only thing you focus on. If there's one thing that I can tell you for the next fucking six months, if you want to hit five to 10 K every month, everybody write this shit the fuck down. If you want to hit five to 10 K every month, you post five to seven times a week on social media. You send out 20 messages every single day and your goal is to book three to five calls per week, every week period. If you do those things, you will hit five to 10 K a month. Consistency means all the fucking time. Consistency doesn't mean when I feel like it, when it's convenient, when I'm not sick, when I have energy, when I'm not anxious, when I'm not dealing with stress. All of that shit's irrelevant. I told you guys, I literally, you know, it's funny when you motherfuckers made fun of me when I'm like, yeah, anyways, I'm, I'm just thinking about the Shay Khan video where he's like, oh, I'd get up at fucking five o'clock in the morning. Remember that Shay Khan video where he made fun of me? It's true. Okay. I just got up a fucking plane and I'm here doing podcasts with you guys because I'm an unconditional motherfucker. That's consistency. Every single day, Wednesday, during my prep, wanted to die, was still here on Podchats for you. That's consistency. Consistency means when you're having a shitty day. Consistency means when you're having a great day. Consistency means when your business is not popping. Consistency means when your business is popping. If you actually fucking get consistent for the next six months, you will hit five to 10K, period. That's the first problem. Most of you guys never solve the first problem, so you can't even get into the second problem. The second problem is once you're consistent, then you focus on quality. But focusing on quality without getting consistent is completely irrelevant because if you're not consistent, why the fuck would you focus on quality? Because you've proven that you can't even do the basic necessities. That would be like your client trying to squat 500 pounds, but he can't even get himself to go to the fucking gym. Like once you're consistently going to the gym, then we can add some weight. So once you're consistently showing up for yourself, then you can, be, then you can come to my call and be like, okay, B, I'm fucking posting five to seven times a week. I'm sending out 20 DMs a day. I'm only booking one call a week. What do you see? Then we can coach. Then I can be like, your hooks up. This is what I'd recommend for your hooks. But it's like right now, the conversation is like, if you want to hit five to 10K a month, you need to fucking be consistent, period. It's super, super fun advice. And everybody loves to hear it, I'm sure. But if it was that fucking obvious, then why aren't all of you doing it? Right? Right. Consistency. Every fucking day, you don't fucking miss. Yeah. I truly appreciate that, man. Thank you. Write that down on a sticky note and put that somewhere where you can see it every single day. I don't fucking miss. I got it. I don't fucking miss. Now, the next time you think about not posting or the next time it's fucking 9.30 p.m. and you realize you haven't posted, 
Next time you're laying in bed and you're about to go fucking Betty by, I want you to ask yourself the question, did I fucking miss today? And if you did, get your ass out of bed and do whatever the fuck you said you were supposed to do because that's what integrity is. Because when you start doing the shit that you say you're going to do and you become that kind of motherfucker that literally does whatever you say you're going to do whenever you say you're going to do it, that's when you start setting goals where you're like, I'm going to hit fucking $10,000 a month. And you believe it. You believe it because you proved to yourself that everything you fucking say you're going to do, you do. Like when I tell you guys, like, I'm going to be speaking on a stage in front of 25,000 people, I believe it because everything I say I'm going to do, I fucking do. And that belief is backed up because I just show up for myself every fucking day. And let's come back to being nervous because a lot of people we talked on this call about like dealing with nerves and dealing with imposter syndrome and dealing with fear. I still feel that too. However, I know that I can trust myself. Integrity is having trust with self. And so even though I might be nervous going to speak on stage, or I might be nervous before a podcast, or I might be nervous in a room with Ryan Pineda, I trust self because I'm consistent with myself and I have integrity with myself. So even though I might not know the outcome of the situation that's going to happen, I know that whatever comes up, I'm going to be able to handle it because I always do because I trust myself. Does that make sense? Makes total sense. Yeah. I don't fucking miss. I don't fucking miss. Bet. Show me. I got you. All right, bro. I'll see you soon. Last but not least, Mr. Chris. What's up, King? Yo, what's going on, fam? How you doing? Dude, you already know. Best day of your life. Yeah, life. yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no, but uh, Raul, I'm the same fucking bro. I've been in here for three years. My palms still get sweaty when I'm about to get called up on this shit. So I fucking feel you. No, I literally raised my hand because on uh, Monday's call, you said if I didn't raise my hand, you'd kick me off the fucking call. So I did, uh, I did indeed. Here the fuck I am. <laughs> Update me. Yeah. So shit, Monday was a fucking like pivotal day for me. I haven't really been showing up in the community once I hit 10K. Oh, fuck. I got to correct that shit. I hit 11.5K yep. in uh, November. And then soon as that shit happened, fucking December was a crazy month. We definitely dropped below 10. And then coming into the new year, my whole mindset went straight to uh, like, how the fuck am I going to sustain it? So that whole scarcity mindset kicked my ass where I'm like, oh, I can hit 11.5k when it's black friday but when it's a normal month what am i actually able to support like what am i actually able to do and so my work ethic dropped because i didn't have any of that fucking self-belief so then monday showed up to the call with you uh mel actually saw me in the comments and fucking messaged me she's like we're getting on a fucking zoom call motherfucker so uh we sat on a zoom call for like an hour and just broke down my mind so like yeah a whole bunch of shit's happened in the past two months but it literally just comes down to the fact that I did not have the belief and I still am struggling with it. Like first thing when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, you know, okay, am I actually able to do this shit today? But just like you said, I've been just putting my fucking head down and relentlessly like I'm chasing my schedule, like my habits instead of numbers right now, because mm. that's what fell off the most, if that makes sense. Mm. That completely makes sense. And uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to share Cole's story, but I'm just going to share it anyways, because he's not here and he's a fucking hobbit. Me and him had a conversation about this like last week and he was like, bro, He's like, the reason I get up at three o'clock in the morning every single day and I fucking go to the gym and I beat myself to the ground from three to five in the morning is because from the moment I walk from my bed to my kitchen, all I can hear is my fucking doubts screaming in my ear. Like, you're not yeah. going to get this fucking house is going away. You're going to fail Julia. You're going to fail Kate. And then he gets to the kitchen. He's like, fuck that. Like, you get to decide. All of us have these feelings and these fears. Everybody, including myself, including Cole, you guys just need to decide whether or not you're going to entertain it. I don't entertain fucking gossip. I don't entertain self-doubt. I don't entertain it. Those thoughts come for sure. For sure, for sure. But I just do not fucking subscribe, homie. I don't play that game. I'm playing a different game. And you get to decide what kind of game you play, bro, because it's your fucking life. 
and you're the captain and you're in the driver's seat and you make the calls. So now that you know the game you need to play, it's like, be aware of those thoughts and be like, I don't subscribe, bitch. I'm fucking playing a different game. That's it, bro. And you just commit to playing a different fucking game and your life changes. That's it. And dude, I will say one thing. Like, so Kirsten and I did couples counseling for like, it was like a good six to eight months because we went through this like phase in a relationship where everything changed. And this was like back in 2021, we moved in together. We got married. We were talking about having kids. We were doing all this shit. We were like, it was like commitment after commitment after commitment after commitment. And the relationship therapist was talking to us about how like, whenever you unlock a new like commitment milestone, this like sense of like a lot of your insecurities and your fears and your like deep rooted trauma starts to come out. And I feel like that starts to happen when you hit new levels in your business too. Because like when you hit a new level in your business like that, oh, like first you're just building your business. Everything's kosher. It's good. You get to 10K. And then as soon as you get to 10K, that scarcity that you fucking crushed when you were at 2K comes back at 10K and you're like, oh, now it's really going to go away. And now you're really fucked, right? And so it's like, it was only a little bit now and now it's a lot louder. And so like, it doesn't go away. You just get stronger. Right. It doesn't go away. You just get more resilient. That was the the scariest shit to me was like, dude, in my old like construction job, I was happy to make 2K, maybe 2,400 in a month max. And then the last week in November, I made over 8K. Mm-hmm. And so like I made more in one day than I made in a month as a construction worker. And I was like, all right, who in the fuck am I? Like in that moment, I was so like running on adrenaline. I'm like, let's just keep this shit going. Like I was legit sleeping like three hours a fucking night at that point because I was so hyped up. And yep. then as soon as all yep. that shit wore off, just like you said, like all the insecurity, the scarcity, everything fucking hit me. And I'm like, how the fuck am I worth this? Mm. Or like, can I fucking sustain this? And like you said, the commitments, like, this past year, we got our, a new fucking house. I moved in with my now fiance. We got engaged in October. So it was like so much shit happened one after another to where it's like I put myself back into my own fucking hole that we're fucking fighting out of now. So here's the game I want you to play. And this is for every single person on this call. And I hope you guys fucking hear me when I say this. There's only one commitment that you ever need to make. And that's the commitment to be the best version of you every fucking day of your life, period. That's the commitment you make. It's like, I'm going to be the best version of me today. I'm going to show up for fucking me today. And I'm going to go all out for me today. And whatever that fucking looks like I need to do, I'm going to fucking do. And right now you have a path because you know, you need to focus on your habits and your rituals. But bro, when you fucking like, here's the thing, guys, like all of us are going to have moments of doubt and fear and frustration. That's why you're a part of this community. You guys get that? Like, that's why you have Janelle. That's why you have Tyler. That's why you have me. That's why you have Josh. And it's like, The more successful that you get, Chris, the less that you fall off the bandwagon. But I promise you, there are still moments in time where I message Janelle and I'm like, please fucking help me. I can't look at the Facebook group right now. I'm going to jump off a bridge. It happens to the best of us. But it's like, you got to lean on like, dude, you just got to make the commitment. Like, I will be the best version of me from this day moving forward. That's the only version of me that I'm willing to accept, period. And you just demand greatness of yourself, bro. Like, I just don't let myself play at a low level, ever. You will never see me show up to a pod chats not at my very best ever. And sometimes my very best is just fucking rallying and chugging a day club beforehand. But I promise you that when you guys see me, it's at my very best. And you can make that commitment too. 100%. So that's the commitment. That's the commitment. That's the fucking, that's the mindset. It's like, I commit to being my very fucking best, period. Oh yeah, I commit. Bet. Show me. All right, guys. I would love to know what you guys' main takeaway was from today's podcast. So if you guys could do me a favor and you could post it in the academy and let me fucking know I see all of you guys tune in. This was a two hour long call almost. And we have 34 people that stuck it out the whole fucking time. 
All right. I like that. I like that mentality. I like that energy. I like that atmosphere. And even without the fucking Hobbit, we still had a good time, right? He might be fucking somewhere lost in the forest, needs a stepladder to get on to get found, but like, doesn't matter. Okay. Cause I got this shit holding it down. All right. So make sure when we post these in the Academy, hashtag, where's the Hobbit and then tag at Cole, please. Cause I want to fucking read through your takeaways. And then I want to, I want Cole to understand that when he's not here, I still make fun of him. All right, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hope you guys have the best day of your guys' entire life. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully, you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.